All right, all right, all right. Hey guys, welcome to the Barely Bearable podcast. I'm your host, Danny Romanello. Thanks for joining us. And I think this is episode 73. I'm pretty sure I completely forgot to check in my notes. Um, How you doing? You look good. Did you, did you dye your hair? Oh my God, it looks so good. You got tan too. Florida? Yeah, everyone's going to Florida. Um... <laughs> So I'm back. I went to a bachelor party. You heard that right. A bachelor party in Arizona out of all places. Never ever thought in a million years would I be in Arizona and at a bachelor party. But I went for my friend's bachelor party. It was me and 20 guys, two of which are questionable. I think they are... I think they're, I think they're gay. I do. I told him. I said, I think these two men, I think I might have a chance with them. <laughs> um, but it was fun. I was rep- I was very reprehensive and I didn't want to go initially, but I got there and I had so much fun. First of all, I just want to tell you why I was feeling some sort of way. There was a large email sent out like, getting us hyped like we're excited we're gonna have fun we're gonna do this we're gonna golf I don't golf and I said I responded to the email and I said yeah guys I'm excited to I'm excited for the three b's beers boobies and basketball Ah, I wrote in the email and not one person replied to me so I was like oh okay I'm gonna go fuck myself so then (laughs) I get there and one of the guys organizing this event this party called me out and was like yo dan no one answered you i'm like yo yeah what the fuck was that about i was so annoyed um i don't think they thought it was funny and i also they don't know who i am so they don't know who it's coming from so that's another reason why the joke didn't land i thought it was funny i'm like guys this is you're getting a free show like enjoy it so going in I was like, cool. I'm, I, this is, this flopped. I don't think they're going to understand me. So I went in that attitude, but I try to make the best out of it. So I meet all these guys. They all look the same. Think Murray Hill meets the South. And I will say the, the resort we were staying at was, uh, it was very January 6th. I'm like, I'm pretty sure all of the people at this hotel we're at the Capitol rioting, saying, not my president. I'm just saying that that that's a fact. I'm pretty sure everyone there was at the Capitol. Uh, not my friend's friends, though. I, they're not my friends, so we're going to call them my friend's friends. So, um, yeah, so a lot of the people that were actually most of everyone there was golfing. Me and, me and my friend's cousin did not golf, so we did something else. We... Um, <laughs> When they're not ATVs, they look like um, they look like golf carts, but they're they have a two foot ground clearance and they're huge wheels. I don't know what they're called, but they're like quads essentially. So we rented those and we shot guns. Say it was a package, so you you um you shoot the guns and then you go off roading, and it was um it was the cheapest option everything else was like $500 a day it was something ridiculous like that so we just decided to do the package deal and the guy at the gun range was like 
Uh, so you have to uh, hit the target. <laughs> I missed. I missed. I don't know how I missed, but in my defense, the they were on like a clothesline. There were the, these little silver discs that you have to shoot. And it wasn't like a normal target, which I've, I've never been to a gun range before, but I'm assuming it is the it's like a photo of a person that's so creepy it's a photo of a person that you shoot that's what i've seen in movies but at this gun range they did not have that but anyway i was horrible at it and the guy goes to me at least you scared them horrible i did not do well but it was so much fun i bonded with his cousin i knew him since man i was like a kid really but we never really hit it off so to speak not that we didn't like each other we just didn't really talk that much but we're in a full-on bromance i love him we're friends and we're gonna hang out soon i'm telling you i'm telling you we're gonna hang out soon but it was fun so that was one part that was really good but also i want to make it clear that yeah there needs to be stricter laws with guns and I don't think it necessarily makes me a hypocrite to go to a uh, gun range. Um, They weren't my guns. We rented them there. And um, I don't think AK-47s should be legal. I mean, maybe for gun ranges, sure. But where we were, it was like the middle of the desert and you just rent them. But I don't think they should be legal for the public to purchase. I mean, what are you going to hunt with an AK-47? It is a machine gun. It's a machine gun. It was just shooting bullets after bullets so fast. And this particular gun was in almost every mass shooting in America. And it just... This gun is so powerful. It's... It shouldn't be legal, so... All you people that are going to be like, oh, Danny, well, you you shot the gun. I did shoot the gun. I did. And I don't think this particular gun should be legal. Call me hypocrite, but I did shoot it. So there I said it. But besides that, that was fun. And also, I felt like I was drinking the whole weekend, like at night, during the day, all the time. It was a lot. But other than that, I was just, I gambled. I I did sports betting. I did. I, I sports bet on... um the 49ers which they're a San Francisco based football team if you didn't know (laughs) I don't know who they were playing but when I say I bet I made my new friend put money on whatever and I made him tell me what to put and we both won money I actually won 200 like almost 250 bucks so I was like feeling good so that was fun. And then one night we went out and um, with my personality, it's a weird personality. Like I feel like I'm kind of self-deprecating. I'm funny. I'm quick. I'm witty. But with that comes unwanted, not attention, but I'll give you an example. I was like, guys, what if we went to another bar? And one of the guys says, shut up, faggot which he thought that was a joke. And I'm like, homie, like I don't know you like that. So I I told him to watch his fucking mouth and I shoved him. I know. I I turned I turned very mob wifey real quick. And I was like, no, absolutely not. So I actually ended up leaving. But let's rewind. 
we're at this bar. It's a it's a sports bar in um I forgot what it's called, Old Scottsdale. I don't even know, but it was so much fun. I broed out with a bunch of people. I bonded with a bunch of dudes. I just I have not been around that many straight men since high school, and I forgot. I'm like, oh, this is actually quite fun. But um, so. I, we met up there and there was a bachelorette party there and obviously I got to talking to them and they were fun. They were a good time. So then my friend ended up getting kicked out ultimately. But okay, let's get to the part where I get called a faggot twice that night. One of the people, I will say they're from Bumblefuck the South. So I don't expect them to have any sort of I don't know. I don't want to generalize, but I'm assuming you haven't seen many of my kind of the alphabet mafia, the LGBTQTZ, whatever. We have everything, you know. So one of the guys, I forgot what happened, but he basically, one of them called me a faggot at one point or said something. He said made a very shitty gay joke that wasn't really a gay joke. Like, I like a gay joke. And um. I said, at least if you're going to call me a faggot, you need to at least choke me when you do it. And he was like, what? <laughs> he did not expect that joke. But then this other guy who I thought he was a dick to begin with, he said, shut up, faggot, at, a, at one point. And I was like, okay, I'm. it's late and I'm going. And I ended up meeting a friend of mine that was in town with his boyfriend. We went to a gay bar and we had so much fun. But... I was just not into that. So then the guy, like I said, I shoved him and he, he got a little nervous. He did. He was like, Oh shit. So then, um, he kind of ran after me. He was like, I'm sorry. And I was like, get the fuck away. So then I went out, I didn't get home to like 2am or so. And then I saw him in the lobby and he ran up to me belligerent, like apologizing and stuff. I'm like, okay, I got it. He must've said, sorry. I'm not exaggerating like 50 times. And at that point, I'm like, okay, like, get away. Please get away from it. So then the next day, he said sorry again. And then after that, he kept trying to, like, talk to me and, like, laugh at my jokes extra hard because I guess he felt bad. But I'm like, get the fuck away from me. I, I don't know why you thought that was okay, you know? If he called me a butt pirate or, like, a fairy, I'd be like, okay, like, that's funny, you know? But... He called me a faggot, so I was not into that. But other other than that, I had a lot of fun, and I'm actually in conversion therapy. No, I'm kidding, but no, it was it was fun, and I think my sister's is going to be funner. Way more fun, I should say, not funner. Funner's not a word, Danny. Okay, let me be. And he's a new dad, so I said to him, I go, I hope your daughter is gay. I hope I hope she's gay, I said to him. And I hope you're accepting of it and not a fucking asshole. That's that's what I said to him. And he was like, Okay. And to be clear, I love a gay joke. I really do. But lazy jokes, like calling someone a faggot, calling someone fat, calling someone a dyke, like those are lazy they're lazy. I don't even call them jokes. I think I'm more offended about the laziness of the joke, honestly. Like, come on. Um, I completely forgot to mention this part. So 
I'm probably the most sober out of this bunch. And like I said, a lot of my friends went back home very drunk. And the bartender comes up to me and she was like, so who's paying this tab? And I'm like, oh, and I'm looking around and everyone's just belligerent. So I uh, gave her my card and I said, I will pay this. And I look at everyone and I go, I'm getting all my money back, which I still didn't get back. But I said, I'm getting all my money back. So I paid for it. It was $1,200 with tip. Which, when you think about it, is actually not that bad for the amount of people we were with and the amount we were drinking. But this lady, this lady, this bartender, she tried to get us to buy bottle service because she's smart and she's done this before. And I'm smarter than her. So I said, no. She asked me 50 times and I told her 51 times, no, I don't want bottle service. But anyway, that's besides the point. I paid for it. I... I eventually got my money back, but I'm still missing $70. Who's counting? Whatever. It's done with. I'm living my life, but we're talking about it here because, you know, you know why. So regarding those two other guys I was talking about that I was like, I think they're gay. So this is another reason. So they're, they're straight with girlfriends, which I'm like, what, 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 what are their, what is his name? What's your boyfriend's name? No, um, so I'm walking to the elevator and, and they see me and I hold the elevator for them and I'm with my friend who's at the bachelor party who's I've known forever. And I open the door I, I hold the door open, they come and they go, Hey guys, how you doing? And they meet the other person I'm with because he came late. I'm not using names here, okay? Not using names for anyone. So these two guys that stepped on the elevator asked me, they go, Hey, um, question for you. And I didn't find this malicious. I didn't find this, um, like they were making fun of me. I found this, they were just curious in a, in a, in a seductive kind of way. They asked me in front of my friend. So like, do you prefer to give head or get head? And the way they looked at me is the way I look at cannoli cake it's the way i look at a cupcake just like ready to pounce on it it's like um ask your fathers i said ask your dads they know the answer to that and they're like oh shit you know they didn't expect me to play hardball guys they didn't expect it but um yeah i I do think they're gay. They kept asked. They kept telling me, "When when you come to our town, because I'm going somewhere in the south, that where they live," and they were like, "We're gonna take you to a gay bar. We're gonna find a man for you, and we're gonna go out. We're gonna have fun, and we're gonna." I'm like, "Okay, okay, okay. We get it. It was very nice of you, but I think by that they mean." probably have a threesome with them but anyway it was uh it was a good time the trip i 10 9 out of 10 the trip was 9 out of 10 um why why not 10 out of 10 because scottsdale it was my first time there and my last time there i have no interest in going back to arizona and you know this i hate deserts i don't like deserts they make me uncomfortable i don't know what it is it's just like dry as fuck 
there's nothing there. I feel like at any point you're going to die of thirst, of dehydration. And that scares me, to be honest with you. So there we go. That was my trip to uh, um, Scottsdale, Arizona. The home, the home of, of January 6th. The home. It's not, you know, it's not the home, but you know what I'm saying. A lot of those people were probably from there. Um, and just go to the airport and you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Okay, I'm defending Britney Spears yet again. So a couple of weeks ago, she was seen in a restaurant yelling and kind of acting erratically. Apparently her and her husband, now husband, Sam, they got into a fight at a restaurant. And of course, you know, you're a public person, so they're going to film it. Here's the thing. I genuinely think people would have filmed it regardless if she was Britney Spears or not. I think they would have filmed it if she was another actor or someone else. But here's the thing. We're in the age of everyone has a smartphone. Everyone tries to get on TikTok. Everyone tries to do Snapchat. Every Everyone's doing... They're just doing too much. So, of course, they're going to film it. And I have definitely have yelled at people in a restaurant. Like people... You know, someone I'm dating. I got into a fight with a guy that I was dating at a restaurant. Basically, he told me out to dinner on his birthday that he wants to remain on Grindr. And I said, okay, that's cool. Uh, Well, I'm going to go this way and you could stay here. So I I broke things off with him right then and there. And we kind of raised our voices. So I'm sure it was not a crowded restaurant at all. But I'm sure we would have been filmed if we were famous or anything like that. So I'm sticking up for Brit. Leave Britney alone. Now, the other day, apparently Britney Spears deleted her Instagram. So... People called the police because they were concerned, and she posted a picture of a Porsche 911, and people were like, she's she's asking for help. This is a sign. This is a sign. So, so this girl who films herself on TikTok calling the police and saying that Britney Spears needs help, and the 911 operator is so professional and saying, and why do you think she's in danger? And then they ended up sending the police there and Brittany was annoyed. Rightfully so. She just deleted her Instagram. I personally just deleted the Instagram app off my phone. I just like to go through social media cleanses and um, I deleted it off my phone. I didn't deactivate it. You could still message me, but I'm not going to answer it because I'm not going to see it. So there's nothing to worry about. I think she's fine. I love Britney Spears. And we've all been there, sister. We've all been there. This next story, I have um, mixed feelings about. Actually, I don't have mixed feelings. Hear me out. So it's about Beyonce. Beyonce performed in Dubai for the new Atlantis Resort. And it's it's her first concert in four years. And it, it looked magical. It really did. But here's the thing. Beyonce is a billionaire, okay? She was paid 24 or 35, depending on where you read, million dollars to perform here. All of that money needs to go to charity. You're already a billionaire. You don't need $24 million. So that's right off the bat. I'm like, you're greedy. 
Number two, Dubai. Dubai looks beautiful, but majority of your fans, Beyonce, are gay or in the alphabet mafia, the LGBTQIA, all of it. We all love you. And it's just, it's a shame that she went there to perform. You know, she should have just said, absolutely not. I don't like your rules. I don't like your laws. And you need to start treating people with respect. So it just, I'm against it. I think it's greedy that she performed there. There he said it, even though it looked amazing, magical, amazing, great, cool, every, all, all the stuff. But I just think it's morally wrong. I do. You, you sold out is what you did. Do you notice how um, Dua Lipa didn't perform in the World Cup because guitar and all their laws against homosexuality and all that stuff and a lot of performers declined to go there. And for Beyonce to perform in Dubai is just, you're sending the wrong message, in my opinion. So that's what I got to say about Bay. And um, I think it's problematic. I don't think she should have performed there. It's wrong. You, you know very well who your fan base is. And people are like, whatever, she's doing it for work. You don't need the money. You are a billionaire. You don't need the money. I just, it, it annoys me. She should take that money and d- donate it to LGBTQIA charities. Then I'd be like, you are forgiven. But she's not going to do that. I don't think she is. Back to Dua Lipa really quick. She's such an ally in every sense of the way. Number one, she declined to perform at the World Cup. That's a huge honor to perform at the World Cup. And you'd be making so much money. And she declined because she didn't like the laws against the gay people. The gay people. I don't know why I said it like that. Um, number two, she was up for a Grammy with the rapper DaBaby for their collab together for Levitating. And she declined the Grammy because of his anti-gay comments about AIDS and gay people and all that stuff. It was horrible. And she was like, yeah, I don't want the Grammy if he's on it. So she declined it. That's that's the way to do it. I applaud her. I, I commend her. Dua Lipa, I'm actually getting that tattooed on my chest. My Albanian queen, I love her. She's 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 it. She's the moment. Come on now. Come on now. She is the moment. If you know that reference, we're friends. If you know the reference, you get me. You, you know it. You get it. Okay, my next thing. I keep saying my next thing, my next thing. I'm just, I wrote a list out finally, and I was like, let me just tackle them. Tackle all these topics. Madonna, she's going on tour, and I'm I'm going to her concert. I'm, go- I'm going to her concert, y'all. I I got one ticket because it's so expensive, and I couldn't find anybody that would pay that much. So I bought my Madonna ticket for almost $600 for one ticket, and it's not even in a good area, to be honest with you. But she's my queen. I love Madonna. I'm going to this concert. And honestly, I'm probably going to more than one concert, more than one Madonna concert this summer. I love her. I mean, I don't care. I'm going. I'll meet, I'll make friends. I've been to many concerts alone. I hope you guys take a page from my book with this. 
if you want to do something, do it. Don't sit and wait for someone. I'm going. I'm going. I want to see Madonna, and I paid almost $600 for this ticket, and I couldn't find anyone else that's willing to do that, so I'm going alone. The one time I didn't do something, and I actually kind of regret it, I was in Miami, and I wish I went on a Everglades tour, but I was nervous because I'm like, I'm going to be on a swamp boat with a bunch of hillbillies in the middle of Florida. Like, I'm a little concerned if I go alone because I was I was with my sister. She was on a business trip, and I was like, I'm coming. So I ran around Miami alone, but... I really wanted to go to that, but I was nervous for my life. So maybe that maybe that's a good thing I didn't go. But I still kind of regret it that I didn't go to that. So I hate regretting things. So if you want to do something, do it. Do it. Do it. Oh my god, I didn't talk about this. I saw the new horror movie called Megan. Megan is a robot for children. And She's an accidental gay icon. She is just fabulous. She's she's the moment now. Come on now. She is going to be like on the cover of People. She's going to be on Time Magazine. She is just... Uh, I can't even explain it. I'm looking forward to this Halloween. I'm already seeing a bunch of drag queens dressing up as her. Dan- and she has a whole dance. A dance routine. So, um, the movie's 10 out of 10. Um, I, apparently there's a prequel or another sequel to this movie and I, I'm so excited. This movie was so good. I saw it alone. I saw it alone cause I didn't know anybody that wanted to see this movie and, um, it was fantastic. So 10 out of 10. Ozempic, you've heard about it. It's they sponsor my podcast. No, I'm kidding. Hozempic is a type two diabetic drug that basically one of the side effects is you have rapid weight loss. So a lot of people that are morbidly obese are prescribed this drug for weight loss. And apparently it's like a miracle drug, but there's side effects. The side effects are Uh, mystery pains and loose skin in the face so I was watching a video about this it's called Ozempic face so basically you're supposed to take low doses of this drug and then you start to lose weight but if you're given high dose of this drug you lose weight rapidly and therefore your face makes you look older so a lot of people that have had that problem are now getting it corrected at a plastic surgeon. They're getting fillers and all in their face to make them not look old because this rapid weight loss causes your face to look much older. Ozempic face. So um, I'm curious if they're going to be now prescribing people less and less to, you know, have gradual weight loss because Yeah, I guess that would cause significant change in your face if you lost all that weight. Like, people lost 70 pounds in a couple of months 
which that's a lot. Of, that's a person. That's an Olsen twin to lose. It's a lot of weight to lose. Um, but I'm curious. I heard when you stop taking this drug, you turn into this like zombie where you just can't stop eating. It like makes your your appetite comes back even like ten times more, and you just you wake up and you find yourself in a tub of icing. Um, obviously you know, being dramatic, but I heard that you, you just binge eat after this. There's, um, I forgot her name. She's a supermodel. Uh, she is a plus size supermodel and she took the drug and she stopped and then she can't stop eating. So that backfired obviously. So I'm curious. Well, actually, a lot of housewives have been been people have been talking about Melissa Gorga taking this drug and Kyle Richards, they're real housewives of New Jersey and Beverly Hills, and they these ladies aren't even heavy at all, but they've been taking this drug allegedly. Allegedly, this is all alleged. Don't sue me. Don't come after me. Oh, oh, hey, I don't got no money. Hey, don't take my Subaru. Oh, um, what was I gonna say? So yeah, this is not uncommon for people to abuse drugs to lose weight i mean look at all these real housewives that steal their kids adderall their add medicine to lose weight that's been happening since the 80s um so that's not uncommon people but okay um my little d's thank you so much for listening to this episode it's been a lot a lot has happened in this episode it was a little of this a little of that a little of that um just a friendly reminder, I'm not coming back to Instagram until March. So if you need to message me, message me in my Instagram and I will check it in March. So I'll be back soon, little D's. Later.